welcome to Beautiful Goals. We are a community of people that have honest conversations, open up to others, and are willing to be vulnerable to grow and discover what is beautiful within us. Here is a new conversation with Mariana, Nico, Pablo, and you, searching for beautiful ghosts. Welcome. Freedom. 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 Pablo, well, welcome saying? to Beautiful Ghosts. And as Nico has pointed out, to, today we're talking about freedom. Diana, how are you doing? Very good. Very good. Hi, Nico. Hi, Pablo. Hi, Marianne. Hi, Nico. Sorry, I interrupted you, Mariana. Go for it. No. Okay, tell me about freedom now. Boom. Well, um, this was a topic chosen by Nico, so he needs to start. Oh, <laughs> Okay, Nico. Okay, so I read this phrase the other day that said something like one of the richest thing that a human being has is to be free. So it sounded it sounded pretty nice because it seems we are all free, we can do whatever we want. But I was thinking, are we really free? And the first thing that came to my mind was no. Why not? Because because we have all these beliefs, all these invisible scripts, all this software running on the background that we don't realize. So we think we are free. We think we are making choices, but in the end, it's just something playing on the subconscious mind and uh, making us take decisions, basically. So can you give me an example of how your mind actually becomes your jail and 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 why some of us or the majority of us are not free. Um comes to my mind an example, it's not mine. So I'm gonna yeah. uh, be safe on this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I I was giving some classes at university one time and I was talking about creativity because in creativity is pretty much the same. What, what kills creativity is all our beliefs because we are close to opening to new things. And we were talking about, I, I asked uh, the students if, you know, if they were supporting any, any club, like football. And one, of, and one of the students said, yes, I'm supporting this, this club. And I asked him questions like, oh, so are, you, are you a super fan of this club? Yes, I love it. Oh, tell me more about your club. And the guy started to get really emotional about the club. And I love this club because this, this and that. And then I asked him the question, so have you picked up the club by yourself? And the guy said, uh, well, actually, my uncle, you know, my uncle was the one that introduced me to this club. He took me to the stadium when I was a kid. So I became a fan of this club. So I told him, okay, so, so then you didn't pick up yourself for the club. It was your uncle that basically pushed you to pick up the club. Mm. And we started in this discussion where I was thinking like, you didn't pick up the club. It was the pressure, subconscious pressure of, or some, if, I don't know, I was thinking if maybe his uncle took him to the stadium. It was a big shock for him emotionally. So it was like, oh, because the emotions has, has a very big impact. So 
I think that triggered him or, oh, this is my club and I really love him because then he can connect to that moment of pleasure and excitement, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I keep on going and asking, so I think you're not, you haven't chosen your, your team. It's actually, it has been imposed by your uncle. No, 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 I picked up. And I was starting this conversation. And of course the guy wouldn't, you know, he wouldn't accept that he's actually has been, I don't want to use the word brainwashed or something yeah. because everyone has, I think we, we are all, we have all been brainwashed about something. But it's the thing, like, I think all the time, it's all the time. Like, like even if you start to think why you study what you study, if yes. you really look back, you know exactly why. And it, it's usually has something to do with your family or what it was expected from you. It doesn't mean that you don't think you would have chosen that profession. But I don't know. It's always like, it's not really free. Yes, that's a great example. I study, I started studying uh, for an accountant. My father is, has a major in business administration and he used to work as an accountant. And I, I think he was uh, pushing me to study that. And I started to study that. But then when I was in the last uh, subject of the, of the career, I was like, oh, I'm not going to work. You know, it's like, I, I don't like it. I don't like. But no. for, for me, like in that case, it's like a little bit more twisted or a little bit more subtle because my parents were very liberal. Oh, do whatever you want. Blah, blah, blah. But because I had a closer relationship with my father, I wanted to do something intellectual nothing creative because that will be closer to my mom which was well the- but you think you think they gave you that freedom of choice right but maybe subconsciously you don't know maybe there was something from your father saying like because i remember sometimes my parents said oh no no you, you do whatever you want but maybe they said it in a way you know <laughs> maybe i don't know i love my parents right but maybe they were manipulative they were also subconsciously trying to get me to take i don't know a choice or something because maybe your father said oh no choose the career you want but you were attached to your father so subconsciously you but, but that's that the career. thing and I, I think that's when you start to realize that you were not awake and it's nothing to do with what your father told you like at the time you just thought making that decision will make you closer or more yeah approved by your family which probably wasn't true it was what your mind wanted you to believe right exactly in my case i thought okay i'm going to study something that makes me feel really important and very intellectual like law you know and like the most tragic law which is criminal law you know you know it's just like quite full-on but at the same time, if I look back, and then I became a creative, but if I look back, it was, it was still me choosing it. So you were free? Was that, so you think, you think you were free when yeah, that you exercised your freedom? I, I reckon I was, yeah. Because then, like, I still had the option. There was options there. I could have become a dancer there if I wanted to, or a journalist. 
But it's funny because then you end up doing something different from that. Yeah, com like completely. But at the same time, I thought I loved criminal law, which I did. You know, but but it was there was that choice. It was more towards the affinity I had with my parents. So at that time, I thought, you know, I'm going to choose something that brings me closer to my father. You don't, you're not aware at the time. No, no, no. Exactly. That's the thing. You're not aware. Yeah. And and don't don't get me wrong. Maybe in the future I would like to go back and and work on accountant. You know, I don't know. Mm. But at that moment, I make that choice of study that, and I was happy about it. I was working in a company. I was doing that, so it was perfect. Then something changed in my life. I met my wife. She she's creative. She's an artist. So it pff, my 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 mind like I started to question everything. Yeah, and that's I think that's how I started to, um, you know, I think that's when that's the moment when I think when you become more aware when you are more conscious is where you for me it's where you have more freedom. And but but this is the thing, right? Because Buddha talks about wow. Well, you know, yogis in general, like the 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 real freedom or the real the truth um, liberation, which is with yourself. Because if if you look at it from a, a cold perspective, come on, you decide what you what you work or you do every day. You decide what kind of breakfast you have. You're not in jail. Um, you actually have freedom of speech, like coldly, right? But then if you go inside, like the only fucking shit that is stopping you from fe feeling completely liberated and free are your beliefs and your heart. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. You, you need to question those. And I, I remember having a discussion with, a, with, with someone. They were talking about people that are really, really poor. And my friend was saying like, oh, they have a choice. They can go and study or, or, you know, try to improve their lives. And I was like, well, it's not that easy. If you have a huge set of beliefs about, yeah. you know, how to live life, it's, you, you need to try to, you know, open your mind and change completely uh, how, is your, um, how is your arounds to start saying, I want something different. Well, that's the thing, right? Like some, some of the fears that I have, you know, slowly but surely, when, when you start to wake up more and more, you know that you inherit them. DNA, or because you, you saw it, or because you, what is called, we, we mum it from mum. Um, you know, we, and then if you don't wake up, what, what, Pablo? No, that we, we do have very strong biological constraints. Yeah, of course. And so, yes, we are free within our biological constraints right so we're not 100 percent uh, free or or we don't have 100 percent of the potential that any other human being has we are constrained by our biology and we choose within that biology i think what, what's for example in some of those cases is the person that goes and commits a crime did they have free will to commit it or not 
Um, and, you know, there is a discussion that maybe because of the set of circumstances and their, the DNA that they, you know, that they inherited and all that, um, actually, there was no way that that person could not commit the crime. Or you could argue the opposite. I guess the question is, the you thing. know, that's when you go, that's when you go and you see two uh, brothers or sister or whatever, or you see people that come from the same spot and some people are become criminals and some people become really good people. And right. you know, yeah. it's really weird. It's like, okay, definitely there is a free will, but, but what happens there? Why for some of them, it's just such a disaster. So, so rather than discussing in, in, in theory and in the abstract, I think we need to keep coming back to our own experiences in instances where we thought maybe we were exercising freedom and maybe we weren't, or, or instances where we thought we were not exercising freedom, but we, we may actually have had the freedom. To do I, tell you, I tell you one from, from my life that I remember I, I, I was studying German for a bit, And I don't know if you study German uh, in your life, but it's very complicated. <laughs> yeah, complicated. They have this phrase that it's Warum Deutsch, which means why German? Like, because you question that every time you go to the class, right? <clears throat> yeah. And uh, I remember I was studying and I went to a very good, you know, school to study German, blah, blah, blah. And my, My grandfather was German. My father speaks a little bit of German as well. So I was thinking, you know, I was struggling to go to the class. I did like a six-month course, but it was, I had to do the, all the tasks. I, and I, I just like, I couldn't do it. I don't know. And then I remember I went to, um, it's very weird what I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Uh, I did. I went to the a book fair in Buenos Aires, and there was this book about family constellations, <clears throat> uh, which is an exercise that maybe it's good to maybe Google it, so I don't explain too much in depth. But it's basically and you did talk about it in the first episode. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I think so. Yes, so they can go back and our listeners, our beautiful listeners, can go back and listen to episode one again. And, but they did it like with a little, like um, people that in, in, they were in, uh, craved in wood. So that little person was my father. I was another one. And then my father was another one. And then we started, I started to place them. It was in the book fair. It was very weird. So I started to put them there. And then the lady that wrote the book asked me some questions. And then the result of this was that I, I, I realized I was, studying German, I was studying German just to prove my grandfather and my father because it was something maybe strong in the family. You need to speak German because I went, when I went to my grandfather's place, they were speaking in German, so I, I had to study German. It was like something that was imposed. And I was feeling in my background, I, I, was, I had to do something about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when I did that, I realized I don't have to study nothing. I can study whatever I want. And if this, it's a pain for me, and it, I, I have headaches about German, then why am I doing it? So How I stopped. I quit. How old were you? 
But that age is when you start to start to question a little bit. That's why you start to get a little bit depressed. <laughs> yes. so. Yeah, and that's a stage. Yeah. But I think that what that shows is that in that case, you were doing something because of uh, your identity and your, your sense of belonging, because yeah. you wanted to belong to your family and your family was important to study German and to speak German. And how many... Uh, people do something or have beliefs just because those beliefs make them be, you know, be part of their community, their families, or or whatever. I mean, yes. religion is a big one where yes. you know you you follow the religion of your family, <clears throat> and if you don't follow, you're you're out of your family. And the and the worst thing is. If you would be out of your family, if they tell you, right, that's one thing because then it's something concrete. But sometimes the problem with those thi with these things is subtle. It is subtle, exactly. It's invisible. You don't. And if you ask me why are you studying German, it's like, oh, I, I really enjoy German. I love languages, which well, I do. But that's, but that's the personal journey about like starting to chop those chains, right? Because yes. that's why probably there's so many gay people coming out of the closet at 40s or at 50s when, you know, I can't fucking lie anymore to myself. I can't fucking, you know. I, I think the, yeah. the personal crisis at 40s and 50s are so key to live the rest of your life much more freer. The, the, I think I, I told you, like, the, there is the, this phrase that says the first 40 years of your life you spend creating this healthy ego And the last 40 or 50 years of your life, you, you know, like you just get rid of that ego. That, that's the mission. And it's so true. Because in the beginning, when you are young, it's appearances and comparison. And, and then, boom, there's something that shifts in your mind in one moment. And you go like, no, wait a second. I have to be good with myself. Otherwise, this is going nowhere. Yeah. And I think that's a lot to do with this personal freedom or inner freedom. Do you have examples? Um, Pablo? I, I have examples where, you know, I, I have made, I think freedom comes when, when you start making choices, right? And, you know, we've talked about here, you like the case you mentioned, someone was um, fanatic of a football club Um, and they didn't really make the choice. They went to, to the stadium with their uncle and they felt that passion and they just, you know, got imprinted. And so they didn't really make the choice. And, and I, but, but in life, and I, especially as you grow up and your parents start making a lot of choices for you, and we talked about religion, where actually you don't make the choice what religion you're going to be in most cases you follow the religion of your family. So someone else made a choice for you. And I think freedom comes when you start making choices. And I did feel that freedom, um, especially, you know, when I started living by myself and I started making my own choices of um, what I was going to study or where I was going to live. Suddenly I had that freedom that I could decide if I wanted to live in New Zealand or I wanted to live, uh, you know, somewhere else. It was my choice. I had the freedom to do it. 
um, and I did feel that you know that's amazing. And I always felt, what if I am making a mistake, or you know, what uh, whether to do to to continue my studies or not, what to study, uh, who's your your did, girlfriend? Well, I didn't get to choose my girlfriend because I only have one, and I had no choice. <laughs> Yeah. How did it? How did it felt when you start to make those choices? So you feel, what if I am making a mistake? And for me, it was always and the answer, and I think that for me the freedom I feel is, well, it's my mistake, you know. Yeah. That, it's my really mistake. Yeah. And mm. I love it. I love it that I I have the freedom to make my mistake. And if it is what I'm doing is a mistake, I'm going to learn from it. And, and so just having that feeling that, hey, I am going to make a choice and it may be a mistake, but it's my mistake. It's not someone else making that choice for me. It's and if, life. Exactly. And if, it is, and if it is a mistake, because how many times your parents are telling you, no, you should do this or you should do that. And maybe not Mariana, that you had parents that tell you do whatever you want. But, but you know, um, yeah. you should, many parents are always saying, you know, I'm doing this for you. Uh, you know, I'm telling you, I'm giving you this advice. And, you know, yeah, thanks very much. But I am going to make my choices and I am going to make my mistakes. And just the freedom to make your mistakes and to learn from them. I think that's that's for me that freedom. Uh, I say accelerating, accelerating feeling that hey, you know, I can make my mistakes. Well, I don't need uh, someone yes. else to make them for me. I fe I felt the same when I stopped uh, studying German in this case, and I made that choice. It's liberating. It's like you you you're taking a backpack, you know, that was very heavy, and you feel more relaxed. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, this is the thing, and it's, it's so important for you know maybe like listeners that maybe they know or this resonate with them. It's like it's basically the mind telling you, "Oh no, if you stop studying German, your parents won't love you," and if it's fucking a lot of rubbish. So if you go and do it, regardless of the outcome, that that already proves that you are free, even if you tr just try see what happens I, i think it's in in this case it was probably more if i study german and if i know how to speak german my grandfather and my father are going to value me more yeah yes i'm going to increase and so having the freedom to say hey you know what i don't care about what my grandfather and my father think about me i am going to do what i like because I, you know, yeah. I they should love it. me. They should love me regardless if I study German or not. Yeah. Exactly. True. So th the question is, how many times do we feel that we have the choice that we are making a choice, but actually there are outside forces or inside forces in the case of our biology or outside forces in the case of pre pressure for family from family or friends or pressure from society to behave and do things in a certain way. I think so, that, yeah, the main thing is like, as you say, like, basically ask yourself. Yes, it, but, but I have one point here that, of course, it's liberating, 
But on the other side, you have to be prepared for the consequences because maybe yeah. you're making a choice that will affect someone. So maybe in, not in the German example, my father probably, uh, it was only in my mind when I told my father, no, and I'm stopping uh, yeah, like but, German. But it doesn't matter, right? Yes. Like if you are actually listening to yourself and you do what you want, the consequences of that should not be important to you because if you don't do it, you're going to be miserable. So, well, well, but yes, but we are living in a society, we live with people. So of course, otherwise we become like narcissists. So we have to make sure we are listening to ourselves, to what we want, but also, I don't know, I think considering other people is also important, but maybe not in big decisions, I would say maybe. Mm, is that that yeah i understand that you are thinking more as a couple but i think yes, that, example, that the yeah. consideration comes really natural to you and it wouldn't make you happy if you make a decision that really breaks someone's heart someone yeah. that you love right so yes yeah you know exactly. it's more, i don't know more like i don't know i had a case where this person just took like 30 years to, you know, say I am gay or whatever. And of course, owning that and, and, and telling the partner what, what actually happened, it was fucking full on, right? But even that he was going to break, let's say, a family unit, if he continued like that, he's... Oh, yes, yes, oh, I you, know. you know what I mean? Like... Okay, yeah, it's fucked, and it was fucking hard to say it and to own it and for the other person to listen and the family that they, they go like, well, come on, you are 50 years old or whatever. But imagine if that person dies without being honest. No, for sure. I agree with you. But what I'm saying here is that it's mm. not always an easy choice. And I think part of the problem of not being, not you know, not having that freedom is that maybe you're thinking of all the consequences that yeah. that decision might bring. So yeah. you say, it's better that I suffer by myself rather than, uh, and that's it, which is, of course, it's, it's not a good thing to do. No, no, it's true. But I do, I, I do think it's important what Nico mentioned about the individual responsibility in the sense, yes, you're free to make a choice, but you're also responsible for the consequences. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it is your individual responsibility. Yes, it is your choice. You have the freedom and the, you also have to, you know, deal with the consequences of your actions because you are free. You were free to make them. You were free to make your, your the mistake that you made. And if it was a mistake and something happened, you got to take responsibility for it. And I think that's the second part, and I think it's very important. And nowadays, there is a large group of members of society where the the concept of individual responsibility it seems not to be there. It seems like someone else is responsible yeah. for me. Yes, or just do whatever you want and just don't think about anything else. Yeah, well, that's ridiculous, yeah. But I think you are going to another direction, no, Pablo? Well, I was going to a direction where someone else is responsible for me. 
uh, where you know I'm not responsible for me, someone else is responsible for me. Yeah. Right. Well, that's classic of Argentinian populism, right? <laughs> yeah. The government has to take care of me. Yeah, well, yeah. No, no, not just in Argentina. I mean, there's a, I mean, I'm, I'm without going into into politics, obviously, but. Um, it does come from a bit. If you believe you've you've got free will, then you deal. You have individual responsibility, and and so the the consequences is the price you pay for your freedom. You have your freedom of choice. You make your mistakes, and you deal with the consequences because they're yours. But if your life then becomes, I am not responsible for my life. Someone else should be responsible for my well-being. Then. Uh, well, then, do you have freedom? I mean, or or the idea is that you're still going to have freedom of choice, but if if your choices are bad, someone else should deal with the consequences. I I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> well, but there is a lot of adults that they never grow up and they still are in this mind child sort of mm. this scenario. That's what so many like. It's shocking. Like, eh, I say complaining and like blaming outside and da, 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 da. so I don't know. We, this is the thing, you know, even with freedom, you, we come back to the zombies that never are awake. And those people, they don't even think, oh, what I do can actually affect others. Like they don't, you know. Yeah. But of course, none of them are our listeners. Yeah, <laughs> and and our listeners, let, let's appreciate that our listeners have the freedom to not listen to us or to listen to us, exactly. and they choose and they show the freedom to to listen to us. That's true. And I think that's an, an act that we appreciate and thank you for, but also appreciate in the sense think about that you have just exercised an act of freedom that, as Nico said at the beginning, is one of the richest experiences of being human. That's true. And that's a very good way to wrap up, to wrap up the episode. Thank you uh, so much, today. people. Episode. Next time, Nico, if you could please wear the T-shirt, just like Sorry. It was oh, <laughs> Nico exercised his freedom. <laughs> put me on the spot, but it's a prototype of a future design. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nice. Good. Right, okay, guys. Thank Ciao. you for. Hope you enjoyed this conversation of beautiful ghosts. We invite you to join our community in our Facebook page. Get in touch if you'd like to talk with us or be a guest in the podcast. To find out when new conversations are being published, subscribe to the YouTube channel or in your favorite podcast app. Our website is beautifulghosts.org. We appreciate your feedback and comments. Have a beautiful week.